0: House of Cards chapter forty six is over, but we are just getting started on the House of Cards post show recap. And now here are the two guys who are broadcasting more than Conway. I'm Rob Sisterson. His Zach
1: Brooks. Zach, how are you? Rob, I've heard that short people make good podcasters, so I think we're in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wow. very tall, right? I, don't, I was trying to remember
0: if you were very tall. I don't think I, I'm pretty tall. average height. I'm five yeah. ten. Yeah, I thought we were about the same height, yeah. so.
1: Yeah. I, I would say we're short compared to Conway. Compared to giant.
0: Conway, sure. I mean, he's RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. I see why they cast him as RoboCop. The guy is huge, <laughs> huge guy. Yes, yeah. very yeah. virile man. Conway. He's getting huge. He's getting huge. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here we are. Here to recap episode one of the new pilot, House of Conway. Oh man,
1: I I, I was wondering after this episode, I was like, you know, could this show continue with Conway as the lead and. I actually really like Conway. Just we got him hot and heavy right off the bat with Mrs. Conway. And uh, what a way to introduce that guy.
0: Yeah, they really came in with a bang. Mr. and Mrs. Conway. Yeah, he's a lucky guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a lucky guy. Got a lot going on at the Conway House and some new characters to talk about for the uh, Republican frontrunners for uh, the general election here in 2016. Boy, we could use a Conway right now. The uh, RNC, I think they w- they wish they had a Conway in the back pocket. Yeah, I, uh, you know, he's, he's no
1: Trump. He's not quite as entertaining as Trump. But, well,
0: I uh, think that maybe the RNC is saying, boy, I really hope. Donald Trump doesn't watch House of Cards this season and decide, all right, I've decided I'm putting all of my videos on my phone up on the website. (laughs) Him and his best friend, Mark Zuckerberg. Everybody can watch every video I've ever shot with my phone go to my website that is like a trump
1: move i could see him doing that
0: (laughs) that's a crazy move we'll talk about that here today because i don't think i would do that and i'm a lowly podcaster i would i would say boy i could be ruined uh if i just posted the contents of my phone online yeah that's
1: (laughs) i I was wondering like is this their response to like the hillary clinton email thing but (laughs) the
0: phone dump the phone dump for conway that's a
1: lot of that's i mean that's I, you know, I hope that that's one of, those, one of those really good hosting companies that's that's got that website well, on. He's got all
0: of Polyhop at his disposal. That's true. <laughs> all the Polyhop service. What a bad name, too. I don't like Polyhop. Okay, so we're going to talk about all this. We're going to answer your questions much, much more. We are officially past the halfway point of House of Cards Season 4. Make sure you don't miss anything on the back half when you subscribe to the podcast. And we do greatly appreciate all of your comments and feedback ratings. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash H-O-C iTunes. All right. And Conway 2016, which is not a working website.
1: Oh, it's not a working
0: website. Yeah, I just get like a white page. Maybe it's overloaded. Maybe too many people watch the videos.
1: Everybody's going to Conway. They they watch the primaries coming in tonight, and they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Conway 2016.
0: Yeah. So we really did nail it in our last recap of what was going to be going on here in this episode, that it was going to be full-on Conway Dunbar is D-O-N-E bar, and now we are full on. I don't know what the time frame was, but we are now uh, fully into Frank versus Conway.
1: I don't think we've jumped too far ahead into the future because Dunbar was announcing at the beginning of this episode that she's pulling out of the race. So I I got (laughs) to think that that was pretty quick after All this stuff happened with with her video. She tried the same tactic. She tried to have her video out public, and uh, she just didn't go as extreme as Mr. Conway.
0: Yeah, did not go quite as extreme as Conway, and his very unprecedented decision to uh, put all these videos uh, out to the public. So, all right, so I guess let's start with Conway, and I have to feel like, uh, boy— Conways are much more likable than than the Underwoods, right?
1: Yeah, I I really like Conway as the opponent to Frank. We've seen different types of political opponents to Frank. We've seen Walker who we actually saw again in this in this episode. We've seen Dunbar, uh you know, and, and now we've seen various other people throughout the show in smaller capacity, but Conway is the one who's he's got the personality, you can mm-hmm. tell he's a smart, bright guy, likable. You know, this is a this is a really good match for Frank, a young guy, very opposite Frank Underwood,
0: very opposite to Frank Underwood. I think that there was a great contrast between Frank Underwood, who is really starting to look like an old man. He has all gray hair. He's taking all his pills. And then here is Conway, uh, who is uh, then just taking Mrs. Conway in the bathroom.
1: Yeah. And uh, I don't know, lock the door, maybe or uh you know, make sure the kids are asleep, or I—I I, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like very good planning on the part of the Conways to be interrupted by their son
0: Charlie. Uh, yeah, you know, how you could tell that Mr. Conway is a good guy because uh, he takes that interruption really well. Yeah, he was—he uh, really just, takes that with you know, ah, no, no big deal.
1: Yeah, ran right out and was ready to start a video.
0: Yeah, he was not saying to the kid like, "Hey, get the hell out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're wrestling. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come back later. <laughs> so he's a good guy, Conway. I, I could tell from just from that, how he handled yeah. that.
1: And it was, I mean, they really, they've done a lot with cross-cutting throughout this season. And we saw the cross-cutting very in effect for this opening scene where we saw, we saw the Conways and how their morning went in the bathroom versus the Underwoods in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah much different. Uh, I might be voting Conway this year.
1: I don't know. I, I'm a Frank, I'm a Frank fanatic, but uh, <laughs>
0: Frank fanatic. I don't yeah. know because basically I, I don't know why Conway is messing around with this poly hop business. I mean, throw this poly hop stuff out. Conway seems to be without a flaw. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's the, he's the
1: young hot shot whippersnapper <laughs> governor in New York. He served in the air force. Um, but I don't, I don't know if he's always cracked up to be.
0: I don't know. We'll see if there's uh, some more skeletons in the closet. But so far for Conway, seems like uh, he's pretty much on the up and up. I mean, almost like um, I guess you say the same thing about Dunbar, where you know she did seem like she would be a much better president, or at least a person with a lot more integrity than Frank Underwood.
1: Yeah, and, and they actually said that Conway oozes integrity.
0: Yeah, he does. And yeah. so for Conway, he looks like uh, that he'd be a uh, a really solid uh, candidate. And we saw him giving his stump speech. I do have to say a little minor nitpick. Uh, thought that was some lackluster green screen behind Conway during his uh, speech in front of the bridge.
1: Yeah, but I, I paid attention a lot to the camera angle in there. Um, and I loved how they shot him from below. So they just that's why I was saying earlier, he looked like a giant. I mean, he was. Absolutely massive looking in that in that scene, so um but yeah, the green screen they're gonna spend their budget on getting Robocop and Nev Campbell to be on the show. They might not have enough money to to do green screen and and we've seen some really piss poor effects on this show in the past. I don't know if you remember the outside of Air Force One last season, but <laughs> that was that was pretty awful.
0: What do you think about the decision to make Mrs. Conway have a British accent?
1: That was really interesting. And I wondered if they were going to address that in this episode. You know, Um, that's
0: no big deal. You know, you can have a first lady that Melania Trump is uh, not somebody that is a uh, natural born American. I think there's also been some other spouses in this political election season uh, that are not born in this country. But I just feel like that the whole idea of Conway is that he's like the all American guy. And these like are like the modern day Kennedys or the Obamas are sort of like this, uh, like young couple with these kids that you feel like are sort of like the every family in America. But just think that's weird that they decided to cast a wife for Conway with a British accent.
1: Yeah, there's got to be a reason for that. And maybe it's it's as simple as he seems like he's Captain America, but he's he's really not as Captain America-y as he seems. He could be
0: Captain America. He definitely could play Captain America if they ever needed a backup for Captain America. So what's going on with Ico? This is sort of like, I guess, the ISIS doppelganger here in House of Cards. Is Ico a legitimate threat? For the back half of season four, are we going to see them up to something or is Ico just sort of like a red herring to sort of get Frank Underwood to maybe call in this military strike?
1: Well, I mean, one thing we did see earlier this season is that Agent Green is now director of counterterrorism. Yeah. So, so is something like that going to play in? Are we going to see, you know, is it going to get a little 24 on this show, a little homelandy? I don't know.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So that is definitely in the mix that there could be some sort of terrorist attack that Frank Underwood has to deal with. And if it's something where then Conway could sort of pound the table and say that, oh, Frank Underwood was asleep at the switch and the military advisors told him to take do this strike that would have destroyed them, but he decided not to do it. So he's weak on security. I am a, a veteran of the Air Force, so maybe that's something that could make Frank look bad down the road.
1: Yeah, um, and, you know, I didn't really think about it as a, po- a potential domestic terrorism attack. I, I thought maybe there would be something international. A lot of this stuff happens off screen, but, I mean, that would be quite a way to have a big event happen later on in the season if there was some sort of terrorist attack that that Frank had to deal with, or, you know, and now, and now we've been introduced to the general, General Brockhart, so.
0: Brockhart. Um, yeah, are we going to see Brockhart throughout the season? Let's stick with Conway though for a little bit more and let's talk about Conway's idea. So, Conway is like basically like doing periscopes every five seconds and has decided to, in full transparency, because people were starting to ask a lot of questions about the polyhop. So, he is taking all the videos that he ever, he's basically like opening up his iCloud. To the entire world, anybody can watch any video he's ever shot. Is this a good idea?
1: No, this is a terrible idea. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure that it's, it's a little bit neutered. I'm sure he's not releasing.
0: Certain emails or certain pictures. Because weren't some of the videos that they shared like kind of racy? Also, like I mean, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) the 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 media loved it, (laughs) right? I mean, uh, like I can't imagine like uh, that you would like. I feel like that TMZ would be going nuts if they got like a Barack and Michelle like video, like uh, oh, it's Barack and Michelle in their bedroom on you know. I think this was way too hot for public consumption.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and we did see sort of a TMZ-style report with the reporter who is really into the hottest couple in America now. Yeah, she and, was
0: really into it, that lady. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she said they broke the internet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like Kim Kardashian, again. Is that going to be a, a real turn-on for the uh, Republican primary voters about how that uh, – it just seemed to me a little bit odd. Like, I don't understand the connection between Conway and all of like the internet firms, like the search firms. Like if he was like somebody that was say from San Francisco and was sort of part of Silicon Valley, and sort of he was like an investor in one of these like uh, Yahoo, Google doppelgangers. But I just don't understand how his career trajectory is. He was somebody. He was like uh, wanted to get into politics. Nine Eleven happened. He decided to go into the Air Force. He went into the Air Force. He came out. He became governor of New York. He's running for president. At what point did he get hooked in with Polyhop? Yeah, I, I think we'll get more
1: into the background. And, and the Polyhop uh, president or CEO, his name was, I think it was Benjamin Grant. Mm-hmm. That was what I wrote down. And, and so I don't know if maybe they went to school together or they go. They, they obviously have some sort of relationship from before. So I I think we'll get more about that. I think this Benjamin Grant guy doesn't seem like he's on board. He was kind of wiping his face and had his hand over his face while Conway was talking when he was off camera. So he doesn't seem like he's totally bought into this idea. And and we're going to see where this is going to go. But I think we'll probably get some sort of backstory, whether it's that they know each other from a while back or that it is just that they they struck up like a business partnership to work together
0: so claire underwood is in the process of like vetting all of the videos on conway 2016 and she tells frank underwood go back to december 31st 2012 and you get to see a whole video which we flash back to first off who is holding the camera during this 2012 New Year's Eve celebration? Because at no point is Conway holding a camera or taking selfies.
1: So um, I think what that was is we saw the first video when Conway was holding the camera in the beginning. Then it was a memory flashback for Frank. And then there was another video on there. So I, I don't think all of that was supposed to be the same video. Okay. Because they had kind of, I mean, then this is the thing, right? Like even if he took video of that, like, he did have sort of a classified conversation with Frank Underwood and sure he'd want that to get out but if that whole video actually got out and the things <laughs> Frank was saying to him I mean when
0: he's talking about how that he just joined the Air Force to be opportunistic after 9/11
1: Yeah he said the twin towers <laughs> he, he didn't fell put into that my on lap. His website yeah Yeah I don't I don't think that's a great thing <laughs> Okay
0: well that's him. that's a good idea that he didn't do that then that would be bad for Conway Yeah i the question uh, his judgment Did you notice
1: that scene? Do you know what that scene was? What was that scene? That was the first
0: scene of House of Cards. Oh, no, I didn't realize that that was a flashback back to that,
1: yeah, so we didn't see Conway in that scene, obviously, and I, I if we had um if I had a chance, I would have gone back and actually watched that first scene from the first episode, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if if we saw like a guy that looked like Conway in there, but there that was the party that Frank was at where Walker was supposed to name him Secretary of State and didn't name him Secretary of State, and that started everything that we that we've seen on the show and and frank even says that was before everything so yeah i mean really again once again pulling everything full circle uh i i, I love that i i i'm i'm kind of mad that we took this long to get to that last scene because yeah. that scene was awesome it
0: was really great now are you positive that that was the, for the from the beginning because uh that we didn't even have where walker was sworn in yet that he was going to announce that frank was going to be secretary of state on new year's eve
1: Or maybe he wasn't going to announce it, but it was it was definitely a party right when when Walker was elected. So I I am 99 percent sure that that was that was that same scene. And and I'll go back before our next recap and I'll watch the first scene of House of Cards and and see if I'm right. But um, that that party looked almost the same. And I remember that that there was maybe he wasn't going to announce it there. But that was when we first were introduced to Frank at that party.
0: Well, how about this? Now, it's the season we've been talking about it all through season four. This is the season of tying up all the loose ends, bringing back every single character around. And I did not think we'd be getting a Walker sighting here in season four.
1: Yeah, I, you know, every time that we're like, okay, I think we've seen all of the old characters and then and then somebody else pops up. I just need to hop on like the season one IMDb Mm -hmm. and just throw a dartboard at the IMDb and be like, all right, that's who we're going to get in the next season or in the next episode.
0: Also, we need to start to figure out. Yeah, we need a draft maybe by the end of this podcast of who are the people that we have not seen who we may see before the end of the season.
1: There's not many, I feel like. Yeah, I've got my number one draft pick. Oh man, all right, yeah, we'll do that. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do it at the end of the
0: podcast? Uh, (laughs) Let's try to do it at the end. Let's do it at the end. We have too much uh, to cover. Okay, so where is this Conway thing going to go wrong? Is that we're going to have, like somebody's going to find something that, oh, Conway was at this party with, oh, he was talking to tusk this night or he was doing this with this person on this date like how are we going to burn conway with this
1: i mean that seems kind of too straight for how this story would go that doesn't seem like it has enough twist that um that i would expect from house of cards and i think frank saying at the end we're going to destroy them um they're going to do something a lot more aggressive to take down conway And, and I mean, I, you know, I didn't know this was where Frank was going to go with his plan A and his plan B in this episode. So, you know, I I don't know whether it's that they're going to kind of attack them from the inside, something about their family. I feel like their family is that's his big vulnerability. So I, I wonder if that's where he's going to go after him. Well, what is he going to say? I don't know. Just like cause marital problems for their family. Cause marital problems. Yeah, he's, he's going to
0: maybe maybe call out his wife for not being American. And Now, look, you could say a lot of things about my wife, Claire, but she is an American citizen. And uh, I believe that Conway has married an illegal immigrant. <laughs> yeah. She's not supposed to be here. So I, I will see to it that she will be deported back to the United Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. She's not supposed to be here.
1: I think <laughs> Yeah, that that's a that might be where he goes. I mean, you know, I could see that I'm planning something <laughs> something uh some sort of lie or, or scandal, but I don't think it's the polyhop thing anymore. I think Conway won the battle of polyhop.
0: So for Claire and Frank, I did like the scene where they sort of like realize, like, oh, America's gonna love them. America loves them too much. That uh, they they're they're so much better than us. But Frank says there's one thing about Claire and Frank is that they will go further than anybody else, which is very true. I think that they have a stomach for doing uh, terrible things that I can't imagine the Conways could even, you know, scratch the surface of.
1: Yes, yeah, steel stomach. Uh, there was a lot of talk about a steel stomach in this episode. And Frank could have used a steel stomach when he was shot. Yes, that would have
0: been good. Uh, so for Claire and Frank, we saw both of them preparing for these sort of uh, meetings both with the NRA representative uh, for Claire and then also with uh, Frank meeting with a whole board of people from the Congress or the Senate when they were talking about the VP picks. And again, another theme of the season has been practicing a speech, getting ready to deliver a speech. So I did think that I loved the relationship between Frank and Claire Back together now working together trying to make each other stronger and each of them sort of like almost like sparring like no go harder go harder that's not good enough go more emotional yeah, go personal I got, I got the exact same
1: feeling from that i felt like i was watching a rocky movie or or some kind of sports movie um and i i loved it i love both those scenes a lot i i think those had the last scene not been so good those would have been my favorite scenes from the show this episode and we just saw how good Frank and Claire are when they work together. They are so good together and it's good to see them back you know working with each other and, and making each other better, making each other great again.
0: Shades of Rocky 4 I feel like where we're going to get Frank and Claire. They're training but we have on the other side like Conway is like uh, Drago.
1: Yeah, he he doesn't even need any I training. Break we don't see you him training at all. I would
0: break you under. Yeah. <laughs> He's <needs laughs> Petrov right there.
1: Oh, it's him him and the Russians once again,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to have the battle. They're going to have
1: the debate in Russia, <laughs> that's how we can get Petrov back on the show. Yes, he's going to
0: moderate the debate. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace debate. All right. So we tried so hard to figure out in these previous episodes of how we're gonna get around the Donald Blythe thing because Blythe is going to be so celebrated as the vice president. And boy, what how easy it was for Frank Underwood. Turns out that Blythe doesn't even want to be the vice president anymore. And on top of that, nobody else thinks Blythe should be the vice president.
1: (laughs) Yeah, things have really come full circle for Donald Blythe. It was the circle of Blythe that we saw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, Donald, Donald Blythe. We hardly knew you, but he just, he did not have the steel stomach to be president.
0: Yeah, he did not. And so for Donald Blythe, he is going to be walking away from this. And so Frank is sort of like going through the theater of looking at other candidates. And again, we're tying this all back to the NRA and all of this gun stuff and these speeches that Claire is giving. And so the woman that Claire met with, was she a woman from the NRA or she was somebody from the Republican side of Congress? No,
1: I think she, um, She was the NRA and her name was Julia. And I think she's the head, either the head lobbyist or just the head of the NRA.
0: And so, again, very much art imitating life or vice versa that we saw with Frank Underwood saying that he wants to put somebody who is anti-gun on the Supreme Court. And if he's able to do that, he will put somebody who's pro-gun on the ticket. And I don't know where his endgame is going to to ultimately get Claire on the ticket, who seems to be anti-gun? So I'm not sure exactly what how this political football game is going to go. But there was some pushback. There was some pushback from like, "Oh, friend, we can't, you know, push through a Supreme Court justice in an election year." Yeah,
1: I mean, he says, "You know, we're going to do it." He said, "You're going to, you're going to push forward the bill. We're going to get the Supreme Court justice." He's a real slave driver. He's he's pushing his team to get these things done
0: whenever he wants them yeah the democrats are saying frank we can't do this in an election year and frank's like oh come on we'll just we'll just push it through uh again (laughs) from what i've seen on the news it does not seem to be how this works (laughs) well you know life
1: doesn't always imitate
0: our (laughs) seems to be a bit tougher in real life uh to make that happen i don't think that the president could just sort of like pound the table and say come on come on now well frank pounds the table we do know that he does pound the table but i don't think that ultimately uh, changes too many things in real life no matter uh, what the president maybe he has some sort of uh maybe we don't know what the breakdown of the republicans and democrats in the senate are in house of cards So we don't have any sort of uh, idea about that right donny there what's the what's the senate republican democrats split on house of cards
1: yeah. yeah, we need we need our fact checker to check this for us. I, I do think that we could probably go back and figure that out. Yeah, but. I
0: bet if we go back to in season two when Frank is trying to, uh, there's like an early season episode where he's trying to get the votes to pass. Like, I don't know exactly. And maybe in that point we can find out what that was. But even I think that was like, what, two years ago? So I'm not sure yeah. what the breakdown in the Senate is.
1: Yeah and I think Bob Birch is either the minority leader or the majority leader and he's a democrat. So um you know if we figured out what he was we would know at least who has the majority but I mean that's that's the kind of stuff that I don't think we need to dive deeper in. If this was a show that was released once a week and we did like a House of Cards feedback show every week or House of Cards book club maybe we could really dive into that but you know Just just doing these episode by episode recaps
0: is a little bit tougher. Okay, so do you feel like that Claire is making good progress on her way to being the first lady? Are you starting to see it now?
1: I am. She's she's being trained by Frank. I absolutely loved her line that she delivered to Julia, which I I went back and I watched that scene of her and Julia twice. And she goes 30 years from now, when you're dying in hospice care, you can look back and be proud of all the lives you've saved or you can be forgotten clutching as you die. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and, the, and then Julia storms out. Julia in all white, Claire in all black. So we know where the power was in that in that conversation.
0: Let's talk about what's going on here with this wiretapping and everything that's going on with the NSA. And hopefully maybe you could uh, talk a little bit more about this plan. So Frank talks about, you know, this plan A and plan B. Plan A is going to be to try to sort of like blow up this whole polyhop thing and make it look bad for Conway. Obviously, that does not happen by the end of the episode. So what are they trying to do exactly with the NSA and or the guy that Leanne knows? Could you explain that a little bit?
1: So the guy that Leanne knows, his name's McAllen, and with McAllen, they're trying to just expose this polyhop thing. Um, And actually, I think I'm mistaken. Actually, McAllen is not the guy who's going to expose the polyhop. That was just something they were going to do kind of with the press and and with everything coming out. McAllen was going to be doing some domestic wiretapping to do surveillance on American citizens uh, under the front of that they're they're tracking – uh, is it IOC?
0: Is I that, guess so. Uh, yeah, or ICO. ICO.
1: Yeah, it's a track ICO. They're going to do some domestic wiretapping tra- wire and some surveillance. Um, but really, what they're doing is pretty much doing the same thing that Conway is doing, where they're they're tracking what Americans are searching for and, and getting even more information than Conway is able to get because they're getting everything. And and Frank Frank kind of makes the comparison that Conway has a gun with his poly hop agreement and, and Frank has a a much larger gun. And there were even some references to like nuclear bombs and blowing up in his face Mm -hmm. um, that, that this, this wiretapping surveillance plan could be.
0: What did you think of that scene where we saw actually Conway in the white house, having some sort of a duel like Hamilton?
1: Yeah, they were, I don't know if they knew Hamilton would be so big, but uh, they're, they're really tapping that 2016 market right now. (laughs)
0: We're on top of it. If only Frank Underwood would break the fourth wall and rap.
1: (laughs) And and get me some tickets to Hamilton, too. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah, The president president can't get a liver, but he can get tickets to Hamilton.
0: (laughs) Certainly. Well, he's number one on the list now. Yeah. What do you think about the scene where we saw Frank then after the duel that he was imagining between him and Conway? He walked past the picture of Nixon and talked about it like, uh, like, oh, Nixon, that he was just trying to uh, bug the hotel rooms uh, in a, the, the Watergate. Imagine what he would do now with the NSA. And he's like, uh, well, this is the gun that's going to – this will blow up in Conway's hands. And it's sort of like he's in front of the picture of Kennedy when he says that. And then he looks at Kennedy and he looks at Reagan. He says, oh, wouldn't you know, all three of us took a bullet. Like uh, I guess we're smiling because we lived.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was – I mean that was a really interesting scene. And I was just thinking you know, Cuban Missile Crisis a lot. That was kind of where I got my idea about they were kind of referencing nuclear weapons. And I think there was another reference to nuclear weapons later on in the episode too. Um, so maybe, you know, we've seen foreshadowing throughout the show. Is this Chekhov's nuclear weapon or is that going to be the terrorism attack that we see later in the season? Boy, that
0: seems pretty heavy for House of Cards. I think that House of Cards is more about the political fireworks than anything that is actually like, this isn't 24. Well, we saw the director of counterterrorism introduced earlier in the season. Mm, I'd be surprised if we go in that direction. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So where do you think this whole sort of wiretapping thing is going to go? Is this Frank's plan now that he's going to go ahead and begin this whole operation? I don't
1: think so. I mean, Frank didn't seem too keen on this wiretapping plan uh, to begin with. I don't think this is his ultimate goal. and I, I think he's got something bigger planned. Some idea came to him at the end of the episode when he said, we're going to destroy them. I think... He, he he knows how he's going to destroy him. And I think we're going to see shades of that starting to develop in our next
0: episode. All right. So he's going to begin. And Conway, we saw that he is ill tempered. Conway,
1: Conway, we see a lot of a lot of different sides to him. We see a lot of Conway's kids. Um, they're just always around, with you know, with their toys and a little and rough a with mess the kids, and, Conway. Yeah, he's going to cut their hair. I'm going to cut your hair. And he's, you know, yeah, he
0: really like took one kid and like threw him across the room. And he's training them to be soldiers. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> a lot of roughhousing in the Conway house. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I mean, the America works. <laughs> Somebody ought to take those kids away. Somebody should call the child protective services on Conway. He's playing way too rough with those kids.
1: And maybe that's maybe that's a little, what all happened. Hopefully, he doesn't he doesn't roughhouse with his kids on one of his live webcasts.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, something's going to happen on one of these periscopes, right? Yeah. America knows it know it alls. Is that what is that what his periscope is called? Something like that, because uh, they, they'll figure out some way to do uh, something where it's like, you know, they'll have somebody like uh, knock on the door and Conway will just go nuts on like, uh, like, hey, I'm periscoping in here. <laughs> yeah
1: he needs some, he needs some podcast consulting maybe
0: maybe that's what conway needs all right don't be so,
1: don't be so quick to launch conway has a podcast
0: <laughs> all right so let's start to uh get into some feedback here on chapter 46 was there anything else you wanted to discuss
1: uh i do just want to say that i throughout the season bang the drum of whoa the yeah i, I bang the drum of the regular the, conway <laughs> uh regular dunbar dunbar is <laughs> the one banging the drum <laughs> drum bar <laughs> uh all throughout this season i have been saying there's this eavesdropping theme people listening into oh. things they're not supposed to know about and uh and we're seeing that really come to fruition here
0: it's all happening let's get into some of your questions and uh why don't we start with uh spencer why uh spencer wants to talk about chekhov's full disclosure cell phone <laughs> chekhov Full disclosure cell phone. Uh, During the webcast, when Conway showed the smartphone he planned to use to share with America, I chuckled to myself, wondering how long it would take the Underwoods uh, to exploit having Conway look bad in front of America. What do you think is going to happen? Mean tweets, reputation damaging voicemails, accidentally posting photo or video of Conway's sexy time with his wife. I don't think any of those things are big enough. I think, you know, I mean. Wow. He wants to be,
1: he wants, well, you know, we'll let Conway defend himself about what's big enough. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, I think that it's going to be something. Conway sex
0: tape could be a plus.
1: I mean, he's got kids. He had to have sex at some point.
0: Favorable reviews, I think probably coming for the, oh, for impending for the Conway sex tape.
1: Yeah. As long as it's not like a Jackie Sharp and Remy sex tape that leaks, I think we're fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, two married people, you know, and they're, you know, I think that it's, it's fine. I think that people will be say thumbs up for that.
1: Yeah. I did notice that I have the same cell phone as Conway. Oh (laughs) yeah. So if it's anything like my phone, then, uh, that thing's going to have battery for about an hour and it's just going to die. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about Conway's cell phone being an issue.
0: Also, Spencer brings up Janine and Tom Hammershman. Again, another person that we never thought we would see before. Uh, Janine is the lead also on the Lifetime series Unreal, which is like the Bachelor parody. Have you seen that show? Uh, no, I missed that one. Okay. Janine and Tom Hammerschmidt citing in a season full of callbacks. We see Tom meet Janine after the fallout from Lucas's actions. Do you get the inclination that Tom still wants to probe and pursue Lucas's claims about Frank or should he stay away from it? Like Kate Baldwin and Janine are choosing to do is Tom brave or foolish enough to continue on with Lucas's work as a tribute to him and Zoe.
1: Oh, definitely. Tom is continuing. We thought maybe it might be Dunbar who was going to keep doing it. But nope, it's Tom, and Tom is going to be continuing to try to figure out this whole Frank Underwood scandal, and this is the scandal that will never die. It's going to be season 20, and there's going to be somebody's kid. You know, Charlie, Charlie Conway is going to be trying to investigate this. Okay. And it's never going to go away.
0: All right, and let's take a question from the great Johnny Silvera. What do you two think is the hollyhop of our world?
1: Oh, I thought it was hop.
0: <laughs> he called it HollyHop. I believe it is yeah. Polly hop.
1: I, I saw that question and I, I was trying to figure out what the Holly hop is. That sounds like a nice dance. Do the Hollyhop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's probably Google, maybe Facebook.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, probably. I think that's probably, I mean that I don't think anything else you could say they own search. It's not Alta Vista. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> also, Johnny says, as we jumped back in time to before Walker's inauguration, do you think there will be any other flashbacks happening?
1: Uh, I don't know. This is the first time we've had a flashback in this show that I can remember. Um, They're doing a lot of interesting things. They, you know, they did the dream sequences that we didn't see before this season, and we're seeing less of breaking the fourth wall. So, you know, experimentation, I, I think it's fun. I think especially as much as we're tying in the first and second seasons Maybe we see flashbacks to that. They seem to have all the cast members back, at least for some small portion of the
0: season. So Everybody's taking a curtain call. Okay, yeah. Zach, before we get going today, we talked about our death draft. Let's do our callback draft. <laughs> what are the characters? Let's go three rounds here on the callback draft of characters that we have not yet seen in season four, but we expect to show up and take a bow before the end of this season. And before the departure of Bo I'll I'll give you the first pick.
1: All right. Well, just since his name's been brought up so much and
0: we haven't seen him yet this season, I'm going to go with justice Jacobs, justice Jacobs. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go with somebody. And uh, I think this is a solid draft pick. We have not seen Freddie at all here. I cannot imagine we get through season four without a Freddie sighting.
1: Oh, Freddie's barbecue. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, he's Freddie's gardening. Well, yeah, Freddie's gardening barbecue. Yeah, you know, for a real, real jerk move by Freddie to not even show up and bring some roses to uh, Mister Underwood as he was recovering.
1: Well, he was gardening all of the salad that Claire and Blythe were eating in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, he grew it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we won't yeah. do Snake Draft. I'll give you the second pick. Oh yeah, just give me the second pick. Um, you know, trying to think through some of the people that we haven't seen yet. And I can't remember what her name was, but she was the chief of staff for Garrett Walker. <laughs> Linda, maybe was that her name?
0: Yeah, that I think that actually they mentioned her. Um, that it was uh, she was the person who uh, blocked Frank from being Secretary of State, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So
1: you know, I th- I think that's there's a good bet she'll come back.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to find her in my notes right now, and they mention her by name, I can't remember uh her name but uh good call on that one okay vasquez vasquez i believe linda vasquez all right okay all right my second round pick i know this seems improbable but she was such a star of season 2 and season 3 and even season 1 i cannot imagine that if we're going if we brought back zoe barnes we cannot say goodbye to season 4 of house of cards without a rachel sighting <laughs> Oh, man. Is this going to be Doug's dream sequence, maybe? Doug has to have a dream sequence. Oh, man. Okay. All right. One last pick for you. All right.
1: Well, I think I know where you're going with your last pick. So I'm not going to take him. Okay. But um, I am going to go with Lisa. Okay. Oh,
0: that's a good one. Where do you think? You think I'm going with Gavin? Yes. No, I'm not going to say Gavin. I will say my third round pick. I'm going to go with. Frank's college friend that he hooked up with, uh, when he was in college and then, uh, you know, uh, made out with again, uh, in the first season and they called him in uh, season three. So I think that guy is going to come back as well.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good call. Actually, I'm going to switch Lisa and cashew. Um, <laughs> I'm going to switch that to Yates. Yeah. Cause we
0: haven't seen Yates. this Yeats season. And I think that's also. more likely. Okay. All right. So that's our callback draft. We'll see what happens in the next six episodes. What's the hashtag? Oh man. Uh, well, I got Circle of Blythe down. <laughs> okay, do there. do that. I like that one. <laughs> Circle of Blythe, that he nobody cared about him. He was the uh, BMOC, and now nobody cares about him.
1: Yeah, maybe if Conway gets elected, he's so big and strong, maybe he can lift Blythe up <laughs> over a mountain, and uh, all the American people can, can look in awe and wonder.
0: Yeah, boy, uh, would Conway be sexiest U.S. president of all time?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a tall order, but... You know, he, he's a he's a star. He was Robocop.
0: Yeah. I think that he is a leading man, Conway.
1: I don't think it's close. Yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, I would love it if we could see like who SNL is, portray- you know, who portrays these people on SNL. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Uh, who do you think
0: would play Conway? <laughs> Boy, I think that they don't have a lot of other choices. I think it would have to be Taron Killam.
1: Yeah, I think Taron Killam is probably the right call. And, and Frank is Frank
0: is what? Bobby Moynihan? <laughs> Bobby Bobby Moynihan, uh daryl hammond i'm not it might, it might have to be daryl Hammond. yeah <laughs> claire underwood question.
1: yeah claire underwood played by cecily strong of course
0: i uh, you think it's cecily and well, you, you don't kate, think, McKinnon. Yeah, kate, McKinnon, yeah, kate mckinnon i think yeah i think yeah. mckinnon okay all right well good stuff zach uh great job we will be back with chapter 47 coming up very soon here on the House of Cards Post Show Recap. You can subscribe to the podcast, go to postshowrecaps.com slash HOC iTunes, or you could send us your emails, send them to HOC at postshowrecaps com. Zach, anything else? No,
1: this is uh House of Cards is really
0: fun. Really right picking now. up. Really yeah. picking up. Good stuff. All right. Can't wait for episode seven. Talk to you again soon.